Today's episode is brought to you by Nutrafol. To get your first month's supply with subscription for $10, visit N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and use promo code BRAINCANDY during checkout. Hello, everyone. Hi, Susie. Susie's looking extra cute today. You say that every time. Well, I because just I mean accept. It every I'm time. really cute. I know. I should. <laughs> Why are you always surprised by it? I don't. You know what? Because I'm kind of schlubby sometimes. Okay, so I, like, that's assume That like maybe she's also going to be like, oh, I'm just going to throw this whole thing on. But then when you throw this whole thing on, it's like super adorbs. Sarah made the tragic mistake today of wearing jeans, and it's like Ugh. a thousand degrees outside. Oh, How do you no. feel? Like clammy? It mi- like it was a mistake, but <laughs> you know, we'll get through it. Yeah. You know what? Next episode, pantsless. Oh, we should have a Why pantsless not? one. Just like you know, it's time. All you loyal listeners, out there. <laughs> and then you can picture us in our undies, our chonies. Yes, chonies. Um, first of all. I think a few weeks ago... I thought we, you were going to tell me what color chonies you were wearing or something. <laughs> First of all, mine They're are blue. What are yours? Uh, camo. No. <laughs> Lincoln would love them, but like... Mm, yeah. I'm For so himself. glad this came up. Are they? Let me check. Camouflage underwear? Oh my God. They are. That's hilarious that they even make them. So, you know... Because like, you what if you're just... in the wild. <laughs> Right, who are you hiding from? Your pants? That's real cute. This is episode 237, everybody, and Whoa. you can't see Sarah because she is camouflaged. <laughs> She's ready for combat over mm-hmm. there. At least my lower half is. I I was going to say that I think a few weeks ago, did we or did we not have a debate about whether we liked Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Oh, we had a discussion a long time ago when we did the What Came First Backstreet, and I said Backstreet Boys are in sync, and you correctly guessed Backstreet Boys. Okay. And then we went on to talk about who we preferred. And yeah, and I and like in sync. And what did I say? It, Backstreet Boys. Oh, okay. But it's generational because the Backstreet Boys were in sync was a little bit later, and I was more like. Because I have been. And they had the better songs, duh. <laughs> but I did go to the Backstreet Boys reunion concert. So when? About like two or three years ago. You did? Yeah. I think it was before you lived out here. Maybe it was lo- it was longer. Yeah, because I for sure would have yeah, come. Yeah, you definitely would have come. I thought I had said in sync for some reason, and I just wanted to say that I was wrong because oh, I it. do prefer. Have you like street. recently? I've been on a phase. Really, my kid's really into that. Everybody. Oh, who isn't? It came on the radio, and he was like, "What is this?" <laughs> He's like. Yeah, I want to rock my body. Yeah, <laughs> he asked me what sexual means because they say "am I sexual?" <laughs> okay, what and I was did like, you it say? means hot stuff. Oh, okay, am yeah. I hot stuff? Yeah, and that was it. Oh, he's definitely using that word out in the playground. <laughs> right. What would you have said? That probably that. I'm fine with it. Yeah, and you made it like you just played it off. And if you're just like, oh, it just means you're hot stuff, then yeah. it like isn't a big deal. What if but I was if like, like, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, <laughs> let's have a discussion, yes. son. You see those little bumblebees out there? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was uh, sitting by the pool the other day, as a matter of fact, and there were two birds doing it, <gasps> and I had never seen that before. I was just gonna say, what is that? I think that's Tail why feathers up in the air, or what? Well. You know, it looks like they're kind of fighting, but they're not. That vibe. Yeah, what sex doesn't, though? 
kidding. And I thought, I guess that's why we say birds and the bees, because yeah. it's probably the first introduction most humans had oh, to banging in the wild. Yeah, there is a time of year where bees go at it like crazy, too. Where I see bees doing it, and they just look like they're giving each other piggyback rides. Exactly. And, and it's like, is that children. nice or not? Yeah. But so bees do it doggy style? No, uh, humans so. are the only ones who don't. What? Every, it's, it just, Why don't they just call it animal style then? That is the question we've all the been asking. The age old. I'm just behind? Yeah. Really? Susie, make, make a note of that. Right? <laughs> Write down animal, animal style. style. <laughs> because we've reserved that for french fries. Right, here at In and Out. Yeah. Oh, mm, interesting. In Humans are the only ones that improvise? That I seems mean, like made well, up. Think of an animal that has sex face to face. Do bonobo monkeys? Probably. Maybe they do. They probably have a they whole probably bunch of like different things. Yeah, they probably are just doing <laughs> things upside down. I think it was sometimes like, yeah, hanging by a tree. Right. Goodness they seem gracious. like the type. They yeah. are so wild. Those, those bonobos. <laughs> Also, I'm just sort of checking boxes on what I wanted to tell you that I forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you remember when I was at Disneyland and we had that whole convo about the haunted mansion? Yes, and how it stopped and how Yeah. Yeah, and you were real nervous and you were like, "F this, I'm out of here." <laughs> right, I'm not falling for this. Yeah. Well, uh I forgot in my haste uh-huh. to tell you about how Do you know how they have the parade every day? I sure do. Why? <laughs> Because I hate the parade. Why? It's just an excuse for a bunch of people. Like, what do I hate more than anything? Slow walkers. What does the parade encourage? Slow walking. I want to get you walking a, in a mob. I want to get you like a bumper a sticker that says "I hate a parade." Yeah, I, hate a par- <laughs> I really do. That's so I don't funny. like watch it. I mean, I have no. And then it's just like, okay, it goes by. And unless I'm in a very comfortable position, like you know what? Mm-hmm. I love the rose parade. What's that? The Rose Bowl? The Rose Per... Wait. Susie Meister. <laughs> Do you know what the Rose Parade is? The Tournament of Roses? I in don't. Pasadena that happens on New Year's every day? I just day? know about the Rose Bowl. Oh, for Pete's sake. It's awesome? It's the bet. Well, I love it. So it's this... People are going to think this is such an old lady thing to like. So it's a parade, a big parade that they do with these floats that are all made from flowers and all from that sounds plants. Nice. And so people decorate them... And my family used to go down there and sit out. I mean, back when my mom was a child, they all lived and grew up in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. So they used to help build them and they would go down and like put out, you know, chairs in the you know neighborhood to yeah. like, watch it go by. And it was a huge, huge event. It's like televised. And oh my gosh, who are the names of the people who always do it? It is, oh my gosh. It's so funny that even, even, um, like Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon, I think they did a spoof yeah. of like the. So it's not called the Rose Bowl Parade. I think it's different. I think it's just really? called the Rose Parade. Okay. Because the it, even though the Rose Bowl is in Pasadena, they are probably connected. They probably are. But, but that's the Rose fun. Bowl is like football. A football All right. Game. Well, I would be into that because I do way, like parades. That's the only parade I like. Well, and most people really clearly do love parades. Yeah. Because you know how um, at Disneyland, like an hour before, people start like making their yeah. seats known and slow walking in front of those seats. <laughs> so we got ice cream cones, and we were kind of like on our way out. But it was right before the parade, maybe a half hour before the parade. I'm going to need a detailed description of the ice cream cone you got. So good. Like, were we talking dipped? No, I mean, it was just regular on a sugar cone. But I'll tell you what, it was... (laughs) 
<laughs> they it was really good and worth mm. every calorie. Mm. And um, the store was really full. There was nowhere to sit or anything. So we went out onto the sidewalk and we were going to sit on the sidewalk, but people were already like saving their spots for the parade. But there was large gaps, plenty of room for sitting. Mm -hmm. So I lead the way and I sit next to this guy and there's about five feet between him and another guy. Mm -hmm. And we were just going to sit there and eat our ice cream. And the guy goes, I'm sorry, we're saving this spot. And I'm I already have, annoyed. I have so many regrets because guess what I did <gasps> not do? I was polite oh, yeah. and I didn't follow our 2018 yeah. resolution to not, stop being polite because yeah. you can't fucking do and that. And guess what? You don't own the GD sidewalk, dude. Exactly. Mo- For- scoot your boot. I'm just going to eat some ice cream and then I'm out of here. <laughs> right. And I literally just looked at him in the eye. I'm so annoyed. Stood up and walked away. If only you had an empty water bottle to wave at him. Then you would have been able to like... So I stood nearby eating my cone enraged and my family, we kept like getting more and more mad. Right. Don't let him ruin your Disneyland experience. Then the guy that was five feet away from him, they were together. So they were like doing the tag team. Like he's... And so we started seeing them do it to other people. And then they started taking off their shoes and stuff and and putting putting them them on the sidewalk and finally, at the end, I took a picture where I did like thumbs up right next to them and like tried to make them feel like jackasses. Yeah, they should feel like that. But what should I have said? <sighs> Buzz off, you don't own the sidewalk? Kind of. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, because he was being rude too. And why and you know do what? white men yeah. think they can do that he shit? Wouldn't, it, it wouldn't. And I wonder if he would. if. Do you think if Adam went in and stood there, he would have said that to Adam? Yeah, because he did it to a guy later. And the guy goes, well, do you mind if we just sit here and eat our ice cream cones? And the guy was like, oh, okay. See, that's what I was thinking. I know. I like, really blew you it. Do, you should have done like a, well, can we just stand here for a second? It's like something to make him feel like an idiot. Right. Like, but he, he needs to feel like I believe that they're um, immune I mean, I was just gonna say that to humiliation. And the, I should answer my own question because the reason white men think they can do it is because they can. I got up and walked off. It worked. Yeah, it did. So I'm going to post that picture. Yeah. And it was a reminder, stop being polite. Yes. I'm sick of it. Dude, Suze. What I'm not sick of, though, is how hot it is. And even though, you know, it's sweaty season, yeah. I'm okay because I have liquid IV and I can hydrate. Landon? He's obsessed. Obsessed. We're, we may be the number one user of the brain candy coupon code. <laughs> well, no, you might be in uh, competition with Mariana because... Oh, is she on them too? Do you remember when she was over here doing makeup and yeah. she got sick? Well, Adam got a liquid IV out yeah. and she said it saved the day. Well, so did my friends from New York who had it after we had a long night of drinking. And she said, I swear I was on a plane. I had no sleep. That is the only thing that saved me from feeling like... Dog it's a lifesaver. Yeah. And it helps me with my migraines as well because a lot of times I think headaches oh, come from... Yeah. Totally, Suze. Liquid IV is this um, product that comes in little packets, so they're super um, portable. You can put them in your purse mm-hmm. or in your travel bag or whatever, and you just throw it into your water, but it doesn't have any GMO or weird crap in it. It's just an electrolyte drink that's good for you, and one glass or bottle of it can be it's like the same as drinking two to three bottles of water and it is so great for kids because kids never drink enough 
And so I let Lincoln have that, and that way he I know he's getting enough water, and it has five essential vitamins in it, more vitamin C in it than an orange. I could go on and on. It's so great for if you're sick, if you're traveling, if you've drank too much, or if you just go to the gym like normal people. Right, or if you just <laughs> are like thirsty, like regular people. Uh, we love Liquid IV. We know you will too. And our listeners get 20% off at liquid-iv.com when they use our code BRAIN at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website, and they have different flavors too. Go to liquid-iv.com and enter promo code BRAIN to get the savings. Start getting better hydration. Liquid-iv.com. Use promo code BRAIN. Don't wait and get hydrated today. So, or you could also have ice cream like I did at Disneyland. You could Mm -hmm. have both tag team. Yeah. Then you're not so All bases are covered. Anyway, those are my rants for today, but I do have other things. What's yeah. on your mind? I didn't mean to hijack that. No, I love when you have things. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, I have an update. Okay. I did some research. <laughs> oh, guess what? what I did oh research my God. on. There's it's so many possibilities. That, right. That the, debate, the debate was out. We did. Oh, she's nodding her head like she knows. Asparagus pea. Cilantro. Yes! Suze. <sighs> this is why we're best friends. <laughs> What happened? Because, like, of all things, like, you guessed the right thing. Well, because I've been getting a lot of data myself. Oh, have you? Uh-huh. Okay, well, I did full, like, PubMed search. <laughs> no, you did not. Peer-reviewed journal articles. Oh, my God. On the study, like, with an abstract and a conclusion and those kind of things. Apparently, oh. odor in asparagus has been a long time studied. Like, the original studies <laughs> right, are... People are really into this. Like, 1967, <laughs> and the most recent one is 2011. And there have been consistently about every 10 years somebody decides to research asparagus pea great so here's what we know (laughs) the the results are in the cilantro thing and the asparagus thing different but similar why here's why i can't wait so asparagus this is it they call their people fall into four different categories okay with regard to asparagus uh, yes okay you are either an excreter or a non-excreter no! A smeller or a non-smeller. But here's the cool thing. Some excreters are smellers. Some excreters are non-smellers. Some non-excreters are smellers. And some non-excreters are non-smellers. So basically, you can be any combination of those four things. So some people have the... And what it's... The enzyme isn't really an enzyme. What it is is the breakdown of sulfur. So it's a sulfur compound, the excretion of a sulfur compound that's remaining in some people's urine, and they were able to trace it to a single gene so that the excretion part is genetic, but the smelling part is not genetic. What? I am... My and like blown. the conclusion was, further research needs to be done, which is always hilarious because I'm like, well, 10 years, just like clockwork, somebody's going to research this. <laughs> I, my mind is blown because I knew there were smellers and Uh non-smellers, but I thought everyone was an excreter. Mm -mm. Me too. Why are they lying about this? I think I'm a non-excreter. So you, but what would really be the test, since I know that I'm a smeller. Right. I need to smell your pee. Right. It has to be done. We need some asparagus. Stop. (laughs) It has to be done. He's going to think I'm really calling for him to cook. How long after I eat it would you be able to? Instantly. First pee. What? Yes. Instant pee. As soon as as you eat it? As soon as you eat it. It's in the next pee. And then how many peas after? Good question. I don't know. Like a day's worth? That was not in the article. Well, I mean, but it's in your experience. Oh, in my experience, like two or three peas. My God. All right. Well, we'll have to have dinner then. And it's always fun when you're like, oh, I did 
need asparagus. <laughs> Sometimes I'll forget. It'll be like a breakfast omelet. Somebody like early in the morning. It as like, what did they call it? Like earthy vomit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Something that sounded okay. And then it took this a dark brings turn. me into cilantro. Okay. Because this is another thing with uh, its own research studies. Mm-hmm. So you are what they call a cilantrophobe. Yes, I am. Yes, cilantrophobic. So I am. Also, Julia Child was also cilantrophobic. And she said she would pick that stuff out and throw it on the floor if it were in her dish. She said, it's trash. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. trash, Julia. So, so um, it's also, okay, so they, researchers were looking at how early or the earliest uh, uh, writings about cilantro being disgusting for some people. Yeah. And it goes back to the 1600s in France and England when they were switching from medieval food, like a more medieval I don't know, whatever medieval meals are. Menu. To a mo- like a more mo- modern for that time menu. And mm-hmm. they were experimenting with new things and people were like, ugh. So the word coriander mm-hmm. translates to the Latin word for bed bugs because <laughs> what they said that the smell of coriander was, was it smelt of clothes riddled with bed bugs. Ew! Like it smelled like and Ugh. so they looked so, so like we, then so these researchers were like okay well let's find out what the heck that smell is so they were able to break it down and it's a combination of about six different substances and those substances that are created they're called al- garbage what is it? yeah aldehydes it's like a fat enzyme like the breakdown of a fat enzyme the same other things that have the same fat enzyme uh lotion right and bugs oh. <laughs> Wow. So it really does. But then uh-huh. this guy who is a neuroscientist came in and he was like, whoa, 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 hold up. This mm-hmm. isn't just taste that's involved. It's also brain chemistry and, and like how you perceive taste because he said he used to be a cilantrophobe and then realized through neuroscience that it's really our relation with food. So what happens is it's a very unusual taste, that specific herb. So if you try it for the first time and in your mind, like if every time we taste a new taste, what we do is we search for a memory of another food that was similar to it. And if we can't find a memory linked to that specific taste, our brain categorizes it as dirt or chemicals Mm. to like keep us safe. Cause we're like, that doesn't taste like anything I've ever tasted. Must be dangerous. So our brain naturally does that. I don't so know. when you... Because the first time I had chocolate, I guarantee you I wasn't like, oh, wait, that's dirt. <sighs> yeah, that's true. That's a good... But, you know, Dr. Gottfried at Northwestern <laughs> University would beg to differ. And he said that br- the brain searches for the memory of cilantro, and since it can't place it anywhere, it logs it as a chemical or a dirt. And he said if you created positive neural pathways to the taste of cilantro, you would end up liking it. I don't buy it. Well, you can take it up with Dr. I will. Gottfried. I will take it up with <laughs> him. Because you know what? I thought the same thing when I read that. I was like... Every food is a first time mm, at some point. Everything is tried for the first maybe time. maybe there's something about it not being like... We like sweet things. Like There's nothing inherently sweet about something. Something is sweet because we've... Okay, but even if you just sweet. think about broccoli, I mean, you yeah. know, like someone had it... We have all had it one for the first time at some point. Yeah, but if your mom like gave it to you and was like, "Here, it's broccoli," mm-hmm. and you were like, mm. "But if she was like, mm, no have some way," broccoli. I wonder. Maybe there are kids I, who really I don't like it. I appreciate your theories and you and Godfrey over there. <laughs> it's on. not mine. 
this just in, your hatred of cilantro <laughs> may be all in your head. It's not. And that's the thing. When people were weighing in on like helping us yeah. get our data collection, yeah. they would say like, um, you know, I'm neutral on cilantro thinking that they were the same as me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. this she isn't that. I right. have a problem, yeah. a genetic You do not like the aldehydes that are released from they did say in this mm-hmm. article that you can counteract those bad tasting ones if you smush it before. If you like press the garlic. Or, yeah. And they said if you wanted to introduce yourself like a pesto would work. With, and Right. You're and nodding your head like yes. Like yes, because in all the jarred salsa they have wow, cilantro and I love damn. it. So This is interesting. Yeah, there's something just about it when it's not crushed up. Yes, it is because when you crush it up you like break down those aldehydes so that they're really you don't smell them anymore. yeah diluted or something yes dude science <laughs> salsa and science today oh, man well i appreciate you looking into it though yeah. because i would love to overcome it because it's on fucking everything well dr Grandfried says you can <laughs> so he used what to hate like, it now what? he loves yes. it he just can't get yeah. enough <laughs> He was like, no, he warmed himself up to it. He was like, I just started recreating neural pathways towards liking cilantro. Huh. He's a nerd. What ifs? Yeah, I guess. Um, did you hear that they found a time warp outside of Las Vegas? <laughs> First of all, I'm going to need to know who they are. I'm going to need to know the definition <laughs> of time scientist. warp. There's this guy. I don't know who he is. I did read it, but I don't know. It didn't ring a bell. Anyway, he says that there's... A 20 microsecond time warp outside of Vegas. And that's where, of all places, that's where a time warp would be. I mean, when I go to Vegas, I kind of feel like I'm in a little bit of a time warp myself. (laughs) But he says that it's either caused by aliens. Okay. (laughs) You should see Sarah's face. Or. You know, technology that is secret that we don't know about yet. That's probably true. Probably. And, oh, okay. Yeah. We already know that they've put a whole bunch of weird farming stuff out in the middle of Vegas, like on that stretch. Mm-hmm. If you, there are weird, and that's also where they house they the people who do. They test stuff. Yeah, they test stuff and they, they have the, the control stations for like drones that are sent out to yeah. bomb places. There's shit going on out there. Yep, it's happening. Oh, dude, I get goosebumps. It's probably the alien, so. Right. <laughs> it's one or the other. It's one or the other. But I loved in the article, though, where it talked about how, you know, true astrophysicists and stuff talk about, you know, they want to find out if mm-hmm. these sort of little warps yeah. exist in pockets where, I guess there's a name for it, like portal or something where yeah. you could like slip in. Well, I could imagine. I mean, if you are a follower of the string theory, then you could imagine there being these little. Yeah. But the, the astrophysicists say if there were, you would only be able to go back in time, not forward. Yeah. And I, I don't didn't, know why I'm like, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. You're like, I'm, I'm like, duh. yeah, yeah, obvious. I didn't know that apparently Stephen Hawking hosted a party for time travelers <laughs> and nobody showed up. So, Or maybe they did, but were caught in some time loop where he got the time wrong and he meant, I don't know, for some years in the future. No, I don't think because he sent out the invites and they were, no, I don't know. It just sounded like the way he did it. Cause he's a smart guy and he was like, it's my worst fear. What? That there aren't? Thro- no, throwing a party and having nobody show up. <laughs> Not that there aren't. <laughs> I didn't 
think of that? What if he was super sad? Of course he was. That's where my mind goes to. Once I threw a Halloween party and everybody got like sick or didn't show up before and like two people came and I had made like custom little tombstones. I canceled on you. Everybody canceled on me. And I was like, this is the worst dinner party ever. There were like two people here. It looked like all my guests were murdered. That's like my dream party. It was awful. So I get it, Stephen Hawking. I am sorry. I would have come. Well, and if you would have come, you probably would have been smelling great because you've been getting all those oh, wonderful... Oh, I have right in my bag, little spritz spritz. What are you wearing these days? Um, the Tom Ford Black Still. Orchid. See, that's the thing. The Scentbird um, size bottles that they send out, technically they're sample or, I guess, travel size, yeah, but, like, but they're very generous. You can travel generous. the world with that and still have leftovers. Yeah, it's generous. You get a new scent. You get to pick what you get, too. So it's not like a grab bag situation mm-hmm. if you wanted to try a certain scent you can go on scentbird and choose from over 450 designer brands prada gucci kate spade all that jazz and choose your fragrance see if you like it because it's in a travel size that supposedly lasts 30 days mine lasts longer oh yeah for sure um and some of them you really love and you're like, oh, okay, I want to buy the full size because then you know you won't waste it. And then right. others, I was like, Sarah, you take this yeah. one because it'll smell better on you. And I love it. But I think that's so cool because then you don't have to buy that gigantic ass mm-hmm. bottle and then you're stuck with it for life. And that's why we use Scentbird.com and we think you should too. Visit Scentbird.com slash brain candy and use our code brain candy for 50% off. That's only seven fifty for your first month plus free shipping. S C E N T bird dot com slash brain candy and use our code brain candy for fifty percent off your first month. Date a perfume before you have to commit to it forever. And then you get a bunch that you can then take on vacation. Love that. Which I also And really FDA. Like. Is it FDA? F- no, no F- TSA. TSA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, because it's Probably the FDA too. size that you're allowed to take on yes, a carry on. TSA stuff. approved. Super cute. Try that. Um Okay, let me write that down. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, I wanted to tell you about Did the Did you timer. see the little raccoon that climbed up 22-story building? Yeah. I missed it. <laughs> I just heard people talk about it, and I'm like, what's this adorableness that I need to look up? Were, were you into it? Well, I love the story of a little raccoon scaling her way up the f- building and, like, taking little naps in the windowsill. It was New York, right? Probably. Yeah, I think it was in New York that a raccoon was, like, freaked out and just started scaling a building for no reason. And the world was transfixed, right? And Best was rooting the news. for <laughs> was rooting for that crazy this. raccoon. I don't know why though. Raccoons are nothing but trouble. They're adorable. Yeah, they're cute, but they're freaking scary. What's with? Uh, oh, it was in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh my God, it's so cute. Little trash. He panda made it. Looking all cute. Made it to the roof. Then what? Would they do? They trapped it and. Brought it down and then released it into the wild. Could you imagine climbing all the way to the top and then somebody catches you and takes you down and you're like, what the, the fuck? Yeah, the pictures that up here. people took. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would be pissed. It's 22 hours climbing that building. Now I got to start at the bottom? And people were working in the building and um, they could take, like, as it got to their window, they would take, like, pictures of so it. Cute. It would be horrifying to watch it fall. Horrifying. So people were really invested in yes. that. Do you think they would like set no? What? Like in my mind, they like 
it, it's like a, a Curious George book where like they've called in the town fire department <laughs> to come and they have the trampoline underneath. <laughs> they're that not they're that waiting invested. for right. I'm like, oh, they probably wouldn't use all those man hours to save a raccoon. What do you think it is in the human mind though that makes us care more about that raccoon than like um, you know like real people that are suffering? Yeah. Well, we've we've even discussed this. That, like yeah, people what care is more about dogs than is it a human um, defense mechanism or know. something? I have no idea. Because it seems kind Maybe of it's crazy. Like, it does. But like, I, oh my God, I swerved out of the road the other day to avoid hitting an adorable rat. Sarah. And then I was like, I don't even like rats. But I swerved. What was adorable about it? I mean, it just looked like he was like, I'm just trying to take it across the street. Oh my God. And you I, hate things that scurry. I know. But I was just like, when it, there was a car windshield and two tires, four tires between me and this rat. So I was like safe. And the no chance of it crawling up my leg, which is what I'm really scared of. So from afar, I was like, yep, definitely, you're adorable. And I had to veer out of the way. And I was just thinking, man, if I were, like, on a, a highway, like, you know, would I risk – would I be the one to swerve out of the way of an animal and then, like, get in a car accident? <laughs> and I was like, I person. probably would. And yeah. that's an awful thing to – don't do that. I, I mean, I didn't want to kill him. Why do you them, think but. it is that – for example, we have lizards around here, mm-hmm. and I love them, and I think they're so cute, but snakes, no go. Oh. Why? You know what? I've actually seen a, a document, not a documentary, but it was like one of those nature shows on, on Nat Geo, yeah. where they were kind of like investigating this. Like, what is it about yes. a snake? Mm-hmm. And it's the way that it moves. It's oh. something that defies, oh, because even when you try to recreate that mechanically, yeah. it doesn't do the same thing for us. There's a way that the that the snake Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to us. Like, if you cr- recreate it, it, it looks not right when you're like, that's not really, it's weird. It like tricks our brain a little bit to be like, Nothing should move like that. Yeah. Get it away from me. It defies me. laws of physics. And I feel this, oh, the grossest, oh my God, okay, I'm ready to get creeped out, mm-hmm. underwater snakes. Okay. Wait, Have you seen what snakes you swimming? Under, I've seen them swimming, Dude. but they, they don't go under, do Yeah, they? sometimes they do, and I just like cannot deal with that shit. <laughs> I am like- Do you remember on the challenge when they did that? Fuck um, that. I know. Yes, that is like where my mind goes. That is, oh, here's why I'm torn with that. I'm mm-hmm. like- my brain just almost because you know explodes. you'd win. Yes, I know. Yes, because be so, it's like one of my favorite things combined with one of my least favorite things. Right. I'm like you would do snakes. it. Why did it have to be snakes? You would go into your happy place. Yeah, in I your mean, brain. My happy place would just be infested with snakes. But I used to have these <laughs> terrifying nightmares when I was little, where I I had a bunk bed. Well, in real life, I had a bunk bed that didn't have a bottom. It be like underneath. My mom made this cute little play kitchenette area. play area. Yeah. It was adorable. But I would have this reoccurring nightmare where the entire floor would be snakes and I'd be trapped in my bunk bed and I couldn't get down and they'd be crawling up the side. And I think it came from that movie, The Craft. Do you remember oh, that? There I never was some saw scene. It. Oh, well, skip the end. <laughs> Unless you want reoccurring snake nightmares. Is it about snakes? No, but there's oh. a scene where, where in the very end where like one of the bad witches is trying to like make this girl's worst nightmares come to life. And it's like, she opens up a toilet and they're like maggots spilling out. And like, she opens up a room and there's snakes all over the, f- it's like, how old were you when you had that? Probably dream? 11 or 10. It's very or 11, Freudian yes. to dream about snakes. Oh really? Like what? Like Penis. penises? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This was a time I may have touched a penis that I didn't want, but I must've <laughs> been very scared. Dude. 
I don't know. Therapist Susie. Right. <laughs> right. You think that, yeah. Lately, I've been reading stuff, though, about Freud that I am not loving. Oh, no. Nobody does. We've kind of like, we, we yeah. turn a blind eye to a lot of the stuff. And anytime there, somebody's like, oh, I'm a psychoanalytic therapist, I'm like, Ew. oh. Oh, I know your type. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know your snakes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sick of it. Um, Speaking of that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. I was listening to one of my favorite shows, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR, and this one of the gentlemen who called in to answer some of the questions, they they asked him, like, hey, what do you do for work? And he said, oh, I'm a psychoanalyst. And they were like, oh. Yeah. And I was like, wait a sec. Is a psychoanalyst a fancy word for therapist? I thought so. I thought so too. And then I was like, that's a male thing to say that you're a psychoanalyst, not I'm a therapist. Yeah. Okay. Because they want to sound like a psychiatrist, but they're not. I was thinking that too. In fact, I had to Google psych because I was like, wait a sec. Is that what I am? But I would never call myself that. And then I was like, that is what I am. Yeah. And I was like, "What what a male thing. To, and I was like, well, now I have to call myself a psychoanalyst. So, yeah, yeah, you do. I like to to in to get that kind of respect because I wonder if if it's seen. Well, because professions are so gendered. Yeah. In the way we see them, it's totally. I'm true. surprised they haven't come up with a different name for nurse yet. Uh you know what? They there is one. What is it? No, because no, a physician's one. assistant is different. Yeah. Okay, never mind. But I'm surprised yeah. because if you are a nurse who's male. I bet you get real sick of that nonsense. Anyway, before I move on, though, yeah. can we talk about how awesome those BioClarity masks Ooh, are? Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. I love that clarifying I mask. love it. Yeah. I'm really glad that I went for it and just, I was like, you know, sometimes I need a little clarifying. Yes. she's Sarah's doing the hydrating mask, which is known as the Glow Getter. Oh, I love both. And I got the pore purifier because I want to keep my skin well, clean. And then I went and got the other one too. No, you did not. Yes. Okay. So now you have both. Yeah. Why is she always one upping? Get out. They have. Um, you can get one too, Sos. BioClarity has these three step routines that we've been talking about for a long time where you can cleanse, treat, and restore your skin with really wonderful ingredients. Um, and they have an essentials routine or a clear skin routine if you have trouble skin like me. Um, and it really does help keep your skin glowing and clear and delivered straight to you. It's easy to use, three steps, and then you can add the mask, which mm-hmm. changes everything in the words of Sarah. Um, and you can get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com. Our listeners will get their first month for 50% off a routine, plus shipping is free, and it comes with 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you need to enter our code BRAINCANDY. That's bioclarity.com and enter our code BRAINCANDY. Mm-hmm. Do it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Um, oh, my God. What? Did you read about... I love Thing that starts like that. It's this must be all about fears today because this is one of my fears. Okay. Did you hear about the lady who was taken to in an called an ambulance was called? They determined she was dead. Went to the morgue. Was in the freezer. Was and then woke dead. up. I did hear about this. Fucking scares the piss out of me. Yeah. Sorry, Linda. Oh my god, Seuss. Yeah. This is not the first time this has happened. Of course. But there was a guy 
it, a little, like, not that long. I think, because I, I didn't hear a story about a woman. It was, like, a year ago when I heard a story mm. about a dude. Sometimes it happens where, like, at the funeral they'll come to life. Oh, for Pete's sake. But that's sake. usually in, like, third worldy. You know what I mean? Like where like no, yeah, okay. things are a little yeah. bit unclear in the medical field. <laughs> so what was the situation with her? She Well, this was in South Africa, but the ambulance was called. Here's what the deal is, though. They have a system where the ambulance companies are privatized, which, you know, is not yeah. uncommon. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently they were not so good at determining whether she was dead. They yeah. said they found no vitals and that she had no pulse, but... That's not really how the human body works, but she was sent to the morgue. They put her in the dang freezer, and then they just noticed she was still breathing. Oh, she had been in a car accident, and so she needed care to begin with. I mean, if she wasn't dead, she should really be getting care. Oh, my God. And she was at... like, nope, nope, nothing to see here. Just put her in the fridge. She's fine. She's dead. Probably dead. And they're like, oh, wait, she's breathing. Stop wiggling as soon as she gets cold enough. And yeah, what if they were like, and she was shivering. So. Yeah. <laughs> and so they had to take her real quick to the hospital and now she's alive. But Sarah, no. that is not okay. Not okay. There's some, there are stories about, like they used to put bells on. Yes. Okay. In caskets. Yes. And you could ring it if you Dude. were, if you woke up down there. How many people I have to be that. buried alive till you're like, this seems to be a problem. Let's add a bell. They should make bells standard in caskets. I really think. Susie's and- changing her what she, how she wants to die now. And now she's like, nope, don't spread my ashes. What I would really <laughs> like is to be in a just, I want bells everywhere. And whistles. I want bells and whistles. Put a whistle Put around me. Put a tambourine neck. in there. <laughs> I want to be a, a symbol. Give her a symbol. I essentially want to be a, a one-woman band <laughs> in my casket. <laughs> because what if? And you know that's happened in oh, history for sure. For sure. Lots of people have been trapped underground. Dude. That is a nightmare. Didn't we just talk about somebody who was accidentally embalmed? Yes. What is happening in the world of mortuary services? <laughs> right? It's scary. It ain't right, Sarah. No. And that happened on Days of Our Lives in the 90s when I was watching as like a young child. I was I was probably 12 or something. Oh my gosh, is this your snake? Her story? name Her name was Carly, her the character. And they she was buried alive. So, this is your snake story. Yeah, it is. Dude. It ain't right. Cuz what if, Sarah? Yeah, what if? What would you do? Well, I've already been buried alive. And it sucked. <laughs> What if you're like, I had to wait for Johnny Bananas to dig me out of there. So who knows what could have happened to me? I would have been pronounced dead too. Let's say there wasn't a a person. What what do you think the odds are? Zero percent. Oh, of getting out? Suze, zero percent ever. And I was buried under, I think it ended up being like six inches. It's not even that much dirt. We were buried under... Yeah, just a couple, like probably like not even a foot. It's impossible. The amount of, okay, I recently read this in a book I read. To dig a three foot by six foot grave Mm -hmm. takes the equivalent of like, I think it's like 1,600 pounds. And then you have all that pressure. I can't lift up 1,600 pounds. Can you? 
<laughs> no. No. So you're stuck. The, I think that something like that, the math on, it's in oh, this great book I'm reading called Something's in the Water. Oh, it's good. But she talks I just, about that. I just feel like. <sighs> so you're stuck. You're, you're yeah. definitely fucked. What do you think the numbers are throughout even... history? Just in the last hundred years, how many people do you think have been buried alive, alive? and died, you oh. know, yeah. just sitting there thinking about it? Oh, fucking Susie. Wait, do you think you went out, out of air first? Because that's better oh, than just sitting think, there for You know what days. I think is that you go, well, at least from my own experience, you, I think you're, you would, yeah, you'd start breathing the... What does it turn? You run out of oxygen and it turns into carbon. You're only bringing okay, in carbon I'm monoxide. That. That's fine. So you're really just going to fall And you probably asleep. like lose your mind quick. Yes, that's quick. what I think it is. Is you Because I was feeling like I was losing my mind in there. Even really, after Sarah? only about. I think it's one of those things. You know who was fine with it? Like. Who? Jenna. No problem. <laughs> and she was like, it was like a tanning salon. I don't think she's going through how many people have been buried alive through history and how the bell. I don't think she's familiar <laughs> with like. You know, historical references to the, how people being buried alive and just how awful it is. And or I think it's one of those, the like, more you know things. More at peace, you know. Probably that too. Yeah. And definitely that. And able to just like get her mind in a place where I'm not. I go straight to Worriesville, USA. You and, should, I'm surprised though because you know they can't let you die in well, there. Well, I know that. But there's it's a difference comforting. between like knowing and what your your psyche, what your subconscious does to you. And that every part of your instincts are like push that thing get yourself out of here you oh are dying and they you, the scariest part isn't that you're buried it's that for me it was that i couldn't move my arms yeah you're stuck dead mm-hmm. and you couldn't even scratch your nose there's your your nose tip of your nose is two inches away from wood mm-hmm. so you can't even get your arms up like you're, you need the shoulder and like oh that's the part that freaks me out feeling yeah. like i can't move Oh my god. You're stuck. <laughs> and definitely dying. Right, definitely dying. 100%. I'm not into that, but I do it is comforting though. Like people talk about that with um plane crashes where you will be unconscious long before you oh, yeah. hit the ground. They say that about jumping out of bu- buildings. No way. That you have a heart attack before you hit the ground. Oh, I think you did tell me that and I mustn't believe you because yeah, I never didn't know. <laughs> Because it seems like no way it's not that long of a time. Dude. What? Uh, I just Googled, just for shits and giggles, how many people have been buried alive. And this BuzzFeed article came back, or Mental Floss article, so we know it's good, was four people who were buried alive and how they got out. Oh my God, thank You have Christ. to read this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it just a lot of clawing? Oh, man. There are good stories. One titled The Shoemaker. So you know that's going to be good. <laughs> All right. I'm going to read that, but I'll also put it in the newsletter. You guys can sign up on our website, thebraincandypodcast.com. Did you see our uh, Sorry Linda shirt? Oh, okay. my God. It's the best ever. What's your favorite part? The expression on her. It's like exactly <laughs> how I feel like I feel when I have to apologize to Linda, but also like... <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. It's so funny. It cracks me up, and her face people is like the best. Really, for, you can get the shirt on our website as well. But people want Linda to come on the show, but unfortunately, her, that email has been lost to history. No, well, we'll never I cannot know. find it. Dahlia doesn't have it. I don't know. Oh my god! And obviously, she doesn't listen anymore. Well, and you know what else I love about the shirt is the woman is obviously like 
a badass bitch, feminist yeah. in her business <laughs> suit. I was like, she runs shit. Her power suit. Yeah, she's in a power suit. Uh, Boston Frow. And Poor we Linda. have um, onesies now. Yeah. Super cute. Oh my God, the little dynamite shirt is so cute. Yeah. Anyway, that's sorry, Linda, though. That takes a cake. I cannot mm-hmm. wait till mine arrives. Oh my God, I'm going to wear that everywhere. And I can't wait for people to be like, who the fuck is Linda? And I'll be like, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you. <laughs> She's real uptight. Yeah. Um, and I know when I wear it, I will be looking amazing because I have been using Nutrafol, which is a, you know, a lot of gals and men, yep. obviously, yep. have like thinning hair or just hair loss from stress, mm-hmm. pregnancy. Oh, girl. After you have a baby, breastfeeding, it mm-hmm. can mess up. And here's the other thing. Hair loss is different for men than it is for women. Why though? This, the things that make women's hair loss happen are different than... So like there are different needs. So mm. a lot of times there are products that are marketed towards men's hair yeah. loss, but there's not really a lot out there for women. And it's really nice to have something that like is internal, that's non... like no... You know, it's drug-free. Drug-free. Yeah. Thank you. That is the word. I was like, mm-hmm. no no medicine. What is that? <laughs> Give me a better way to say that. Well, because, I mean, a lot of women have that problem. And, like, I always am bitter anytime, like, hormones are to blame. Because uh, we get a real raw deal in that sure department. Sure do. <laughs> and it's, like, all this bad stuff. But anyway, there's a solution, Nutrafol, you can take and, like Sarah said, is 100% drug-free, no GMO, any of that stuff. And it has two formulas, one for women, one for men, which we really like. And you can get your first month supply with subscription for 10 bucks. Visit N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and use promo code BRAINCANDY during checkout. That's your first month supply with subscription for 10 bucks. Visit Nutrafol, that's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and use promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Because um, if you have that problem, it can be really embarrassing and stuff. So oh, yeah. Give it a try. What do you got to lose? No Not more your hair. hair. <laughs> um, Suze, I've yeah, learned a few yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have what they called taphophobia in addition to cilantrophobia. Taphophobia is the fear of being buried alive. And they, it's more commonly known as premature burial, the being buried alive. Yeah. And it's all, I also feel that way about like um, avalanche things. Yeah. It's the burial thing you don't, you're not down for. Who is though? (laughs) I'm not down for it. It's also the fact that you, you're powerless. Yes. That is very triggering. And like lost forever that Mm -hmm. like somebody won't be able to unfindable it also says that a person consumes 1.5 liters of oxygen per minute it would take almost five and a half hours before the oxygen in the coffin was consumed so you have five and a half hours to that's fine i can handle that think about your i can't handle like days though. no fuck that did you read about those little thai boys in the cave it's crazy it's crazy and then one marine lost his life Mm -hmm. in trying to get a navy seal navy seal yeah what the heck yeah. What happened? So they have these this cave in Thailand where it's, you know, a tourist attraction and oh stuff. Oh, my and God. That's always terrifying. Who's going into caves? Well, have you not ever been in one? Yeah, they're terrifying. <laughs> and, um, and every time I do, I'm like, this is a mistake. It was a soccer team of boys in age from 10 to 16 and their coach, who was 25. And they were just, like, checking it out in there when it's Thailand's rainy season and there was oh a flash flood. <gasps> Which and it, are also terrifying. Yeah. They come and it's like a 
a tidal wave of water. Yeah, it's like a tsunami, yes. but from the rain. Dude. And it flooded the cave. And apparently the cave is like a network of caves. Mm-hmm. So there was not clarity on where they were. Oh and it's really long. It's kilometer uh, kilometers long and deep. And so it took 10 days to find them. Oh my God. Luckily they're alive, but... They had to send in four months worth of food because they're probably going to have to stay in there till October Oh, when the rainy season is over. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Because the only way out is scuba, and it's not regular scuba. It's mud and crevices. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's why that guy died because he's a Navy SEAL. He tried to go scuba dive to get him. Well, like he sco- ran out of air there. on his way back out. Holy crap. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my... This is the worst. And so they're in there, and they just they are, are like stuck hanging for out. Fun. They have to... Well... But... Somebody teach them some worse. camp games. Oh, my they're God. They're really going to need... Send in a Scrabble, some oh cards, Lord. Listen to something. Sarah being... Uh, making jokes over there. I'm not. These, I'm, these are real boys. things. They're going to go nuts. Trapped in a cave, a dark cave for four months with nothing to do. I, they, they were really excited about the food. At least in. a soccer ball. Oh my God, Sarah. <laughs> These are not jokes. These are facts, people. They're stuck there. Let's make the best of it. Yeah, I feel bad for them. But yeah, you're right. Like they're going to have to self entertain. Yes. For and... four, could you imagine? Talk about being, that's a fear. That's mm. essentially being buried alive with a little more room. You're so right. <laughs> this is the same thing, Susie. Yes. And Susie's like, it's whatevs. No, I, you're saying that. I'm saying I'm glad they got the food because <sighs> they went 10 days without food. So. Oh. I guess they were reached, so the scuba divers got to them, but I think before they got there, they were able to talk to, maybe when the scuba guys got there, then they were able to radio up Mm -hmm. and they just kept saying, eat, eat, eat. Like we need to eat. Can you imagine how hungry you'd be after 10 days? Like you, no, the no. the madness of hunger would have already. And something about not having any light. That's got to do. Good point. Oh my god! They're I was be, not picturing it yeah, like that because there's no there's no natural light down there. You are and they're so gonna. Right. Oh my god, Zeus! They're gonna run out. They don't. They don't have flashlights. What are they gonna do for four months? They're maybe they'll send flashlights. They did down send light, other but things. Like, yeah, art, you have no light. Yeah. for that long, I bet their vitamin D is gonna be so depleted. For real, for real. Like yeah. there are health concerns. Like when you t- when you're tr- somewhere. I mean, could you imagine being no. like? And can you imagine being the parent of that ten, those oh, 10-year-olds? No. no I no, mean, no, 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 no. It would be, you'd no. be so no. desperate to solve the problem, but you can't. Oh, my God. But anyway, I'm just glad it's so far a happy ending in terms of the kids. I'm sad that that oh, guy died trying yeah. to rescue them. But, like, come on. Why are you letting tourists in this area when it's se- rainy season? Mm-hmm. I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. You know? But I don't think they have a lot of um, oversight. <laughs> But, I've been there and they do not. Right. It sounds like a challenge. Yeah. It's like free for all. Oh my God. Um, hold on. Let me mark this dead woman that isn't dead off my list. <laughs> I read about this dude. Why are we like the bearers of bad news? Oh my today? God. And the, I'm looking at my stories and I'm like, <laughs> mine are equally as, as in the, in the same category of things that you should be terrified of, but I've, sort of, but not really. <laughs> like, it's just that I read this stuff and I have to share it. Uh, yeah, same. Some guy worked at this office. Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me of Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> and the people's person's paper people? <laughs> Dunder Mifflin. The people's 
Instructions paper, people. But he was poisoning their lunches. Okay. <laughs> 21 people since the year 2000 have died under mysterious circumstances at this office. And nobody thought to motherfucking investigate? No. Are you care- Are you serious? I'm serious. And Susie, somebody, 21 people died. Or almost died. One well, or the other. E- either way. But a lot of people died. Some of them probably almost died. And this one guy got his sandwich out, and he noticed that there was like a white powder on it. <gasps> for real. And they, he took it to the police and was like, I think I'm being poisoned. Okay. And could you imagine if you're somebody who, like, if you're the police officer, who somebody comes into you and you're like, and they're like... <laughs> Here's what's happening. I am I am being poisoned <laughs> by some dude who doesn't like me in my office. Has he poisoned you, sir? I don't know, but I think it has something to do with lunch meat. That's where <laughs> it's going. And like you would be rolling your eyes so much at this guy. Right. And it turns out took, he's right. Yeah, I believe I don't know. They found at his apartment like lead, mercury, arsenic, like all these different chemicals <laughs> you Jesus could put on people's Christ. food. And it reminds me of on Friends when somebody ate Ross's uh, moist maker sandwich <laughs> and he lost his marbles about it because that is the worst uh-huh. when you write a note like don't eat yeah. my sandwich and then someone dies. Yeah. This is why I don't have a job outside of my home. This is so crazy because this story connects, bridges two other stories that I have. I have one story about a arsenic poisoning in a weird, peculiar place. And I have another story about how office food is making you fat. <laughs> Which one would you like to hear? <laughs> Let's go with the office food. Oh, okay. I did see the headline on that. So the CDC is like, hey, Your people. Your work is making you fat. The free food at work. Yeah. Not, we're talking. Yeah. They did the numbers. One, an extra 1,277 calories a week. Okay. You know yeah. how many calories are you need to gain a pound? Yes. 3,600, <laughs> something like that. You're asking me if I know. Right. Susie's like, yes, yes I, I do. do. <laughs> um, so basically, every two weeks, you're gaining a pound just by eating your office food, which would turn into over 25 pounds a year. Which is about how much people tend, you know. Whoa, buddy. So this is what the CDC recommends. Okay. They're always, they always have great ideas. Maybe we need to in, enforce a health plan at offices, and you would probably be better off bringing in carrot sticks. It, no. Who's going to like that jerk? <laughs> it's my birthday. I brought everybody carrot sticks. Wait. Fuck there's, off, Steve. There's <laughs> Steve and HR. I don't want your goddamn carrot sticks. They were suggesting... You bring them for other people? Yes. That like, isn't even a like good suggestion of, if you're telling me to do it for myself. And my favorite thing is this. We, we'll put this, we have to put this article in the newsletter because the new, the article that I read was funnier than the headline ever could have been because while they were going through the article, there would be little, uh, little notes inside that would say things like, just so you know, this person just came up and offered me, like, as I'm writing this, they offered me a chocolate sprinkled donut in lieu of my coffee or whatever. And so I it's didn't like, realize there was this much food because happening. Because you don't work in an office. Well, maybe oh, I should. I do now. What is going on? All Who's the time buying people it? Are, it's a combination of things. So in our situation, I, I think some people bake when they're stressed or oh. bake when they're, you know, like we call it procrastinating because it's like instead of doing an actual assignment, we just... We'll bake something instead. Yeah. So people 
feeling guilty from their procrastinating will bring in a plate of donuts for everybody and put it in the break room. And so, you know, they're like available or whenever anybody goes on vacation, they always come back with like, what's the thing that everybody likes? Okay, well, I went to Hawaii. I'm going to come back with chocolate covered, you know, macaroon or what are those called? The nuts. Oh yeah, macadamia nuts. Yes, chocolate yeah. that everybody gets. So they, you know, that's in the office. And then you know somebody went to Turkey, so they brought back Turkish delights, and they were like, "Wow, yeah, so. you guys are so uh, international." Yeah, and oh my gosh, I had no idea how many snacks were available in grad school because anytime we have like, you know, it's a holiday or it's a thing. Somebody, my, I have professors who love having um, potlucks. Wow. We'll have like four-hour classes and they'll be like, yeah, just bring in some food and we'll be like chomping down and talking you about sex lucky. therapy. It's great. We didn't even get fucking holla. Oh, even really? You would think, you, would you think. know, something. If I'll take a communion wafer. Yeah. <laughs> Body of Christ. Right. We did drink during class. Oh, well, we don't do that. Like whiskey and stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here she is. Yeah. We're not so much doing that as the therapists <laughs> seeing clients. Could you imagine? Because they were night classes. Around. They'd start at 630. Oh, so, you know, you like. Could you imagine if all of us boozed up talking it made about a difference. sex therapy? <laughs> be hilarious it's probably good though during religious stuff because oh, it's for like sure. you need a little of that yeah yeah because yeah, otherwise it can be a little dry yeah <laughs> um but i would prefer i would love a bagel every now and you know do you need me to bring you bagels in the morning you know i wouldn't be mad oh okay well i'll do that i'd love a bagel and you know what you've got the, one of the best bagel places at the bottom of your hill what is it called noah's bagels oh made fresh new york style <laughs> This is not an ad for for (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) This just in. Nose bagels are the tits. That's so funny. Well, last time Sarah was here, um, I said, can I get you something to eat? And you were like, Landon told me he was going to start packing me a lunch when I come over here. I'm like, why? And you were like, well, because... You know, he just wants to make sure I eat. And I'm like, we have food here. <laughs> I know, but I like feel like I can't be like raiding your fridge all the time. Like That's once hilarious. a week, just come over Can and just like eat whatever it? I want. You and your little bag of lunch. Yeah. It's real cute. He, he, I, get, I got like small almonds and he's like. Cause he you do like, today? He, they're in my other bag. But oh, he just God. doesn't like when I come home hangry because I'll be sitting in traffic and then I'm like edgy and I walk in that door at 730 and I'm like. <laughs> Lay off me! Yeah, I'm Everybody move! But yeah, that is the worst. I'm like you have a such monster, a you know. And I you should keep bad. food in the car too. I should. You know, like all those Ritz bars. Crackers. Anything? You were obsessed with Ritz crackers. No, I just bought a whole box the other day, and they were on sale for only a dollar fifty for the small. Like, can you believe that? No, Price? I cannot. Smart final. <laughs> also, <laughs> not an ad for Smart. Hilarious! <laughs> I'm basically just giving you the list of where I've shopped in the last week. All right. Well, that's all for today. Oh, man. This was a funny Good one. Good times. My cheeks hurt from laughing. I know. So. that's You probably learned nothing. Nothing. But well, you... no, they did about asparagus okay. and cilantro. So there you go. Can- brain, brain, and, brain candy. and candy. Bye, everybody. Welcome,